am Hannah Smay. And I'm Haley Robinson. And this is the Wild Idaho Podcast, coming to you from the Idaho Conservation League. The Idaho Conservation League is Idaho's leading voice for conservation, protecting the air you breathe, the water you drink, and the lands you love. Each month, we'll be exploring a new topic or current event that impacts the environment in Idaho. Join us to learn about the work we're doing and how you can get involved. Thanks for listening. Hey listeners, welcome back to the Wild Idaho Podcast. This month we have a great story for you from one of the Idaho Conservation League's longtime members, Kurt Fessenmeyer from Boise. Kurt is a proud owner of an electric car that he and his family of four use to get around town. So with Idaho's growing population, one of ICL's priorities is to make sure that our transportation options grow along with the population to protect air quality, maintain Idaho's beautiful quality of life, um, and minimize Idaho's contributions to climate-changing greenhouse gases. So our transportation choices in Idaho are the biggest source of pollutants contributing to climate change here, and among the leading sources of poor air quality or air quality issues that arise in Idaho. Um, so ICL and folks all across Idaho are trying to change that, and our goal is to minimize the use of fossil fuels and transition to clean energy as the primary source of energy for both private and public transportation. Electric vehicles, or EVs, make up less than 1% of the cars in Idaho's roads today. This number needs to grow. The good news is that all signs point to more EVs on roads across the country, but ICL's challenge is to make sure this happens in Idaho as quickly as possible. To do that, we work to show Idaho's leaders the value of EVs and the benefits they bring to our environment and economy. We're strong advocates for incentives from the state of Idaho to encourage folks to purchase EVs, such as rebates, lower registration fees, or preferred parking arrangements. The other part of our plan is to increase electric vehicles in Idaho, and it involves you, the potential or current EV owner. So next time you're buying a new or used car, I hope that you consider an electric vehicle. Um, it's normal to have reservations when jumping into something new, but EV technology has gotten cheaper and more advanced over the years, and so too has the number of chargers throughout Idaho. So with this increased range and more chargers, EVs can take you anywhere you want to go, um, or at least as Hannah learned in the interview that you're about to hear, um, EVs can be an affordable, convenient, and downright adorable option um, to add to your family fleet. Yeah, I got to hang out with Kurt last week, and we went for a drive in his 2013 Nissan Leaf named Snowflake. Haley, do you name your cars? You know, I don't, but I've had multiple friends who do that. I have a lot of friends who do that, too. I never did. My family never did. But I always love to hear what other people name their cars. Um, I'm not a very mechanical or handy car person, although I can change my own headlights just fine with no help from anybody except for YouTube. Um, so it was very nice of Kurt to answer all my basic entry-level questions about electric vehicles and all the great reasons why someone would want to drive one. And so with that intro, we're going to turn it over, and um, the next part you'll hear is Hannah interviewing Kurt and going on a little ride in his 2013 Nissan Leaf. So we are here in the north end of Boise with... Kurt Fessenmeyer, did I say that right? You did. Great. Um, Kurt, do you want to introduce yourself to our Wild Idaho podcast listeners and just tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, sure. I've lived in Boise for 14 years, moved from North Carolina, um, love everything about Idaho and Boise. It's a very livable place. 
my family loves outdoor recreation, so it's um, part of what makes living in, in Boise so special. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What kind of outdoor recreation is this your favorite? What's your list like the family favorite weekend activity? Camping. Mm -hmm. um, big favorite. River trips. Yeah. Biking. Awesome. Hiking. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And what kind of vehicles do you use to get around town? Well, I have a 2013 Nissan Leaf. It's all electric. All electric? Yes. It's very cute. Oh, thanks. Can I just say it's super adorable? My kids call it Snowflake. That's cute. Is it like Elsa and Anna from Frozen? Is it like their car? No, but my daughter's <laughs> name is Elsa. So really? Yeah. So it is. It is. No she probably she probably picked the name. Probably. Yeah. That's funny. Um, when did you get this electric vehicle? Uh, maybe two years ago. Nice. Yep. What led you to decide to invest in an electric vehicle? We have two vehicles. One is a truck that's great for getting up to the mountains mm -hmm. to do recreation. Mountains and so, not electric. And it's not electric. <laughs> but we wanted a second vehicle that was really a convenient car for t going around town, mm -hmm. going to the grocery store, going to work, and taking the kids to wherever they needed to go. And um, we could do that with the Leaf given its range, and we wanted something that didn't take gas and we could power with local energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I heard that you bought it used. I did buy it used. So, because a lot of people, I don't know, when they think of electric vehicles, like even me, my mind goes to like, oh, Teslas, you know, it goes to the expensive, fancy cars and mm -hmm. it just seems like a bigger investment than, you know, your used gasoline chugging vehicle. And so how is that as like a financial investment for you? Um, I paid $8,500 for the Leaf. So at the time when I knew we were looking for a second um, vehicle, we previously had a Subaru, which seemed mm -hmm. like more car than we needed for town. Um, I looked at Priuses and other fuel efficient vehicles and they were all more expensive than a used Leaf. My understanding is that there are a lot of Leafs that have were leased when they first came out and then when they're coming off of their lease, I don't know what a new leaf costs but um when they come off their lease they're really quite cheap i think that has something to do with probably a relatively small market there are not yeah. a lot of people that um, it fits their needs if they have long commutes but for the people who just need it for going around town it's a great deal yeah that's an amazing deal yeah and you also don't have to buy gas that's right do you see your electric bill go up significantly noticeably when you're using this car yes yeah yeah but it's still on a per gallon equivalent basis yeah much cheaper than gas i bet how how long does it hold a charge like how many miles and does it go down over time it does okay so on a full charge this 2013 leaf which is the first model of leaf there newer is a newer one with a longer range but this mm -hmm. one will go uh, just under 100 miles on a full charge. That range goes down if you do things like drive really fast, run the air conditioner, run the defroster, but. Kind of just like uh, you do those things in a gas yeah. car. Yeah. And you, yeah, you use some gas. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, over the life of the vehicle, yeah, the battery will degrade, mm -hmm. and so the range will slowly get smaller over time. Mm -hmm. So, but this is a this a it's seven years old, yeah. and its batteries degraded probably around fifteen percent. Okay. So to give you a sense of the rate at which it yeah degrades. Um, do you notice seasonal difference? Like my car, I drive a diesel, um, and so in the winter. It's really hard to start and the battery dies yep. a lot, but I, cold is just hard on batteries. Do you notice in the winter that like at night, if it gets really cold, which doesn't like get super extremely yeah. cold in Boise, but does it change? It does. The battery's ability to hold energy is less when it's cold. Mm -hmm. So you get a little bit of a bump in the range in the summer yeah, and then um, a little bit decrease in the, in the winter. Yeah. And you have to use the defroster in the winter so that also oh, it and uses taxes it a little bit mm -hmm. more. Yeah. And so do you have a plug-in like in your, where do you, where do you charge it here? We plug house? it in, well, we've got a little spot by the garage in the alley. So okay. we just drive right up to the garage and yeah. plug it in. And do you ever need to charge it out and about? It sounds like you use it mostly for around town. No, but there are lots of um, opportunities to charge it in town mm -hmm. if you needed that. For example, um, there are a couple dedicated parking spots downtown Boise that have mm -hmm. um, charging station. You can get um, Whole Foods has a charging station. Mm -hmm. ICL now has a charging station. Oh, the Idaho Conservation League has a charging yeah. station too. That's, <laughs> that's We great. just got one. Cool. Do, can you park in those spots even if you're not charging it? You can. Yep. You can. They say it's preferred. Just, yeah. Electric vehicle preferred, but they don't. Yeah. They're not only. They're not only. Yeah. But like you could just park it there even if you had a full charge. Yep. You didn't need to be. Okay. That's kind of awesome. Mm -hmm. Should we get in it so you yeah. can like hear it? I'd love to, yeah. Like, hear some noises. Hear some noises. Zero. Hear the hear no emissions. And now it's quiet. It's on. It's on? It's on but it's quiet. That's silent. That is like some like good bird watching stealth you could do with this car. You could, unless you put it in reverse. It's got a backup beeper. Okay. Can you hear that? I can, yeah. So you don't back up any, back over anything. Yeah. And then it has a little hum when you drive at low speeds. Does it rev when you, when we're not gonna go on the freeway? But like, does it? No. Have, no. No. There's no revving. Mm. That's not how the engine works. <laughs> Just direct power to the wheels. Um, have you taken this up to Bogus? No. That is a that 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 is a potential challenge. Because of the cold, or because of like four wheel drive? You you would definitely be committed to going up there. I don't know if you could find an outlet at Bogus to charge yeah. if you needed to. Well, so if you got like, stuck in traffic yeah. or um, oh. that's just kind of right on the edge, I think. When you combine the driving uphill and then driving. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but then like on the, so on a Prius, I've heard that like the gas engine then charges the battery. Like if you're like coasting downhill. Does this also like coast downhill and not use power or will it use power when the wheels are turning? It will regenerate like a Prius. Oh. So if you could get to Bogus, I bet you'd get So home. if you could, ha if you had to go down before you going up. Yeah. 
Cool. Do you want to keep driving around? Let's drive around one more. Okay. Around the block one more time. Turn that defroster on. Yeah. But when you're um, doing all your outdoor activities, when you're going camping, that's when you use the truck, right? Right. Do you, how, how often do you fill up the truck? Like only when you're going on a trip? Uh, yeah, so we pretty much just use this in town, so mm-hmm. it's like the weekend vehicle, mm-hmm. and then um, we charge the car every couple of days. It's fun to drive. Yeah? Yeah. What's fun about it? Uh, it's responsive. Mm-hmm. It is It's the first car I've ever had that has heated seats and a heating steering wheel, so that's pretty nice. A heated steering wheel? Yeah. That is super nice. Yeah. Um... It's zippy. It's comfortable. Yeah, it is comfortable. It's well rated for crash tests, so mm-hmm. it's, a, it's got it's safe. lots of airbags. Great. Is there another model? Are there other? Because this is not an ad for Nissan Leaf. I'm just curious if there are like comparable ones across the market. Yeah, I, I would. There are. If Tesla is kind of on the luxury end, and the Leaf yeah. is on the. Um, least luxurious end of the yeah. electric vehicle scale in between mm-hmm. there's um the chevy bolt okay and the chevy volt mm-hmm. bolt and, and volt bolt and volt i don't think they make the volt anymore okay. the bolt is all electric bmw has a little electric car mm-hmm. um, so there's lots of different options nice. i'm a pretty thrifty some would say cheap person so yeah. the value of a used Nissan Leaf definitely appealed to me. Yeah. What, so, thrifty, and what, how else are you thrifty in your life? Like, do you have other, like, habits that are frugal? Well, my, the, the favorite things I'm, I like being frugal about is, um, are things that are kind of win-wins for both frugality and my own well-being and the well-being of the planet so yeah uh ride my bike to work well you know about icl since you moved to idaho i or... bet we've been members of icl since we moved to idaho yeah has some of our like transportation work resonated with you particularly or is there other parts of icl's work that you are passionate about one thing that makes me excited to be an electric vehicle owner is the fact that in idaho we have already a mix of green energy sources hydro which has its issues Mm -hmm. um but the direction idaho power is headed in is to be all renewable by some year in the future 2045 2045 fossil fuel free yeah very excited about um the role icl has had ben's had in that um but it does it makes you feel good about charging your vehicle with renewable largely renewable sources we also have solar on our oh. garage, so that's um, that's also great to be able to produce our own electricity here at the house yeah. and then charge the vehicle with that. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah, I was going to ask about like because in places where, say, coal-fired power plants are producing most of the power, I mean, electric vehicles yeah. have a little bit maybe less of an environmental advantage because you're still putting fossil fuels out. But you know, I know how you're saying that there are system is in place and there's infrastructure i guess to make all those kind of individual choices of buying an electric car using an electric car and charging it making that as like 
actually more deeply environmentally friendly and carbon free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine lives in Athens, Georgia, and he pointed out that if you had a Nissan Leaf, a Leaf in Athens, Georgia, you're just getting your power from a coal-fired power plant. So it's dirtier than a normal car mm-hmm. in terms of the emissions and carbon. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good pitch for electric vehicles in the Treasure Valley, you know, and in Idaho. When did you get your solar panels? Uh, three years ago. Did you do it through, like, a... We used to do the a local installer. Great. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna, we can drive around to the alley, and yeah. I'll charge the car. That Show you how good, it charges, yeah. and you can see the solar panels yeah. after I defrost it for us. I know. We've been defrosting it. We're going to have to charge it up. Um, it was kind of rainy today. I so. think. And the kids had swim lessons, so. Yeah. Um, they bring their wet towels in the car. Yeah. I did, when I took the car for a test ride, the salesman, we went on the connector and he was like, go, go as fast as you can. <laughs> Stomp on it. Go fast. You'll see how this thing can move. And that was probably the last time I've driven really fast really fast but was it the fun? car salesman told me to yep so this is Let's how we charge it, it. park turn is the that car parking off. Brake? that's the that's like the park drive neutral oh, okay. reverse and then there's this little button wouldn't it it's got so, a little plug up front you know do you have like a gas mileage thing where it says like half full quarter quarter tank of electricity or is it more like you have 20 minutes left or 20 miles left yeah so i'll show you so you can see over here yeah 37 miles is the current range and that what's like a half a tank yeah so um there are different ways to charge the battery we charge it to 80 percent. it's a little bit better for the long-term battery health you don't charge it all the way to 100 so yeah, if it was, we were charging it to 100%, it would be probably 50 miles on half a tank or 100 miles mm-hmm. full. Um, the average economy is 4.6 miles per kilowatt hour. And I think Idaho's power rate, I've got this someplace. We okay, could look we'll it up. look it up. You could look it up and weigh in after yeah. the fact. So This is Hannah chiming in from after the fact. We went to our calculators and looked up the Idaho power rate. And since Kurt's Nissan Leaf gets about 4.6 miles per kilowatt hour, and the average cost per kilowatt hour in Idaho is 8.67 cents, it costs Kurt about $1.88 to fully charge his Nissan Leaf, which would allow him to drive 100 miles. So that's pretty dang cheap. Back to the interview. That's all there so is to show on When the... you say that you charge it to 80%, do you like, you know, come home, park, plug it in, go inside, make dinner, and you're like, oh, shoot. No, the car's smart. It, it knows. It knows. It's a you setting, can... so you just tell it to charge to, to 80%. So you don't have to, like, unplug it. Yeah. I So I have another friend who, he has a leaf, mm-hmm. and we drive in very different styles. So my style of driving is um, kind of a hypermiler. To drive with a light touch, tend not to um, have the heat on because it's got heated seats. Mm-hmm. But my friend, he likes to drive with 
the heat full blast and he accelerates as fast as he wants to. He's kind of like, I'm going to drive it just like a normal car because mm-hmm. it isn't rough, you know, it yeah. is a normal car. I tend to baby it. To baby it and yeah. like see how, see how efficient you can make it just by your driving. Yeah. Or just yeah. get a little more out of the resource. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I'll show you how you yeah, plug it in. So I got it used. It had yeah. 35,000 miles on it when I bought it. So low what? mileage too. Yeah, that's really low. Yeah. I'm like, that seems good. Is it, when you're buying an electric car, is like when you're comparing like a used electric vehicle to a used gasoline vehicle, are like the mileage equivalent? Like, a, like does that make sense? Like does the amount of miles on a electric car so kind of the equivalent age and use as a, do you know? I don't know. I don't know. At, um, at some point, as a, like I mentioned earlier, the the older the battery or the more miles you put on the battery, the less capacity it will have over time it degrades. So I think because of that, you wouldn't see a, I'm sure there's a, on the internet yeah. someplace, it tells you like, what's the most miles someone's gotten out of a Nissan Leaf. Right. But Before, I'd be like, surprised like, if it could make it to 200,000 miles. Yeah, it's not so quite the it's same. It's different. But you're not putting, you know, and we've probably put 5,000 miles on it in the three years we've had. Yeah. Here. So when I, when my battery doesn't work in my gasoline car, I just go and get a new one. Mm-hmm. Can you replace the battery That's in this car question. and have it be like new? That is my biggest concern about having an electric vehicle uh-huh. and being on the front end of adopting the technology. Um, you can pay for a new battery, but it's roughly the same cost that I paid for the car. That's what I figured. So, if not more, depending on how much you paid for the used vehicle in the yeah. first place. And I think that's people are sorting that out, Nissan sorting that out. Yeah. Um, there's you know, as time goes by, there'll be more and more of a market for new batteries. Mm-hmm. But um, I would hate for this car to be disposable after we use it. I right. would like to use it for a long time yeah. and um, replace the battery in 10 years of it as it as that needs to happen. Yeah. So to be to be continued. Are all the other parts like easily like you can get new wheels, new tires, new Everything, yeah, Everything but the, one of the great selling points of an electric vehicle is, is it doesn't have, um, you know, there's no oil to change. There's right, no, I was going to ask about maintenance, too. There's yeah. no real maintenance to do. I you just plug it in and I don't have to take it to the gas station. I don't have to take it to the mechanic to get the tires rotated. But to get the tires rotated, but there's yeah, no, like, engine work. washer fluid, but that's it. It's pretty cool. Are there, is there any other fluid? Like, that you have to maintain? Is it just wiper um, fluid? I don't know. There might be a transmission fluid, and there's coolant. Oh. Those sorts of things. But, the, but yeah. There's no, it's, you don't there's have no a regular sticker. scheduled maintenance, exactly. You don't have a sticker saying your next electric vehicle service is yep. in 200 miles, or whatever it yep. is. I guess more like 2,000 miles. Yep. Interesting. If you say you break down, you have a weird light 
the light that goes on and you have, you have to break down the side of the road. Is it, could you just get this towed to a regular shop to figure it out? Or do you have to like do a lot of like research to find a place that will service problems? In your I car? would take it to the dealer just because. You just take it to the dealer, yeah. I don't think there's a lot of mechanics who are, yeah. no know how to yeah. deal with electric cars. Yeah. Yeah. But you haven't had any of those issues. You haven't had any lights go on. Maybe wiper, wiper fluid, low tire pressure. Uh, the only thing, uh, it does have a, so it has an auxiliary battery, just like your car that runs the radio mm -hmm. and the, just like a normal internal combustion engine car. Mm -hmm. So it runs the radio and the other electronics. So that battery went dead when we were out of town for a while. And I replaced that. Oh. But other than that, okay. I have not had any any issues mm -hmm. could you put like snow tires on this and like if you could you know if you needed to do a short little you could but it drives really well in the snow it doesn't have a lot of clearance but it the yeah. because the batteries are underneath the car the center okay. of gravity is very low and so it it just it it, it sticks to the ground well it's got yeah. good traction i see it's front, so yeah it has it's front wheel drive weight, so it has good traction yeah nice well cool it sounds like a great car for we your Boise life. We love it. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a great fit for Boise. And I would think for Pocatello and Idaho Falls and Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pretty much anywhere in the Treasure Valley. Seems like a good Nampa Meridian. Yeah. You'd, just, you yeah. would certainly want to do your research to see if it's a good fit for you, depending on where you drive. If mm -hmm. you have a commute from Boise to Caldwell, it's not going to be a good fit for you. But you could do Boise to Meridian. That mm -hmm. would be... Mm -hmm that would work do you wish like that um charging stations were so i guess ubiquitous and widespread that you could do like a longer road trip and know that every 25 miles <laughs> you know between maybe boise and portland or boise and salt lake like some of those longer drives like that you could take this car on the road and be able to count on charging? yeah so that's Is a that good like question a so um this this car to go from empty to full would take overnight to charge. Oh. So unlike a Tesla, which what you get with a Tesla is the ability to supercharge, which is to charge really fast. So that your model of driving to Portland would take like maybe four days. That to, would take yeah, would take a long time. That's not very practical. Okay. Um, but you could um, so to take Boise to McCall though. Boise to McCall is roughly a hundred miles. So if you could drive to um, Smith's Ferry or Cascade. Banks, yeah. Yeah. Stop, have lunch, charge up, um, get a little more range, and then um, make it all the way to McCall. So there, there are there are lots of different speeds of charger. The the kind of standard just plug into a wall outlet would take overnight to charge. Um, the ones like you see on the street in the city of Boise that they offer for charging electric vehicles or you see at Whole Foods, that's the next speed up in terms of charging and the leaf can charge at that level. And it would take uh, maybe about six hours to get a full charge. And then the superchargers like Tesla's have and some Nissan Leafs have can charge in um, a much shorter period, an hour. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. But I guess, yeah, that makes sense. You can't just push a button and have it charge up in five minutes not it's not refueling is not as as fast as filling up a can right. of gas yeah so yeah i mean we we tend to think 
we have a 80 mile range mm -hmm. you just know that yeah you've got 40 miles out and 40 miles back yeah yeah give or take mm -hmm. temperature traffic etc cetera, et cetera. yeah cool well thank you mm -hmm. so much for showing us your snow snowflake 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 yeah snowflake the nissan leaf how do you spell leaf is it just like oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's not like yeah. leaf erickson no no <laughs> Hannah, that was a really great interview. Thanks for taking the time to chat with Kurt and share his story about what it's like to be the owner of an electric vehicle. Um, and you know that learning more about EVs is really relevant at this time of year. Um, last year, ICL helped coordinate a hearing at the Idaho Capitol to talk about how EVs can reduce air pollution, contributing to climate change, and protect Idaho's air quality and public health, and boost our economy. And in light of this, Governor Brad Little declared February 14th Electric Vehicle Day. In case you're out there looking for a great Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, a new EV would be like a brand new Valentine for the planet. Exactly. <laughs> um, as we prepare to celebrate Electric Vehicle Day 2020, we wanted to share the work that's been done over the past year. Um, so sales of electric vehicles continue to rev up, and there are now nearly 13,000 battery, plug-in, and hybrid electric vehicles in Idaho. And... Valley Regional Transit will bring eight electrical buses to the Treasure Valley. Some other advancements and kind of um, forward motion in the EV world have come as a result of the Volkswagen settlement. So as some of you may remember, back in 2016, the Department of Justice settled claims by the Environmental Protection Agency and the Federal Trade Commission against Volkswagen. And the claim was that the automaker had installed software in their engines that disabled emission controls, um, which resulted in thousands of tons of emissions in excess of the regula regulated limits um, being released into the air. And so Volkswagen agreed to spend $14.7 billion to settle the emissions cheating allegations. And a portion of that money was allocated to each state based on the number of affected vehicles in each area, which meant that Idaho ended up getting around $17 million. So the Volkswagen settlement money was awarded to Idaho and Idaho used that money or is using some of that money to bring three electric buses to mountain ride in the Wood River Valley. Um, and money from that settlement will also be used to buy eight electric garbage trucks in Ada County and build fast charging stations in Lewiston, Bonners Ferry, and Haley. Um, so that's all really exciting developments and some good that came from kind of a bad situation. Um, also, Governor Little signed the 2019 Regional Vehicle Plan for the West, which is Rev West, committing Idaho to work with other Western states to promote EVs and build connected infrastructure. And... ICL installed our very own EV charger at our Boise office, and we've been coordinating electric vehicle car shows in Boise, Nampa, and Caldwell. So we're really excited about all the progress on the EVs front, but we wouldn't be a good advocacy group if we stopped there, and we're continuing our efforts to minimize barriers and increase incentives for EV ownership. So if there's something that you want to do to help raise your voice in support of EVs in Idaho, you can contact your state legislators and tell them that you want to see support for electric vehicle infrastructure um, and other incentives for EVs in Idaho. We have one of the cleanest energy grids in the nation, and it's time that we use this energy to help power our transportation sector instead of importing fossil fuels. It's pretty awesome that we have a ton of power that's produced in our state without burning fossil fuels that we can use to replace burning fossil fuels. It's very exciting. 
Um, so thanks so much, Haley, for doing that research and giving us a good update. And thanks to our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Wild Idaho. And we'll see you next time.